Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one We're back, episode 155, oh, 155, Ryan, Jesus, slow down, episode 135 of the In the Woods podcast with your host, Ryan Woods, um, what's going on, everybody? I need to apologize, I need to say sorry, I made promises I could not keep, and I want to take full responsibility for messing something up with a guest who I was supposed to have on Jeremy Scott Fitness on Instagram. I was supposed to have him on the podcast. And I want to explain what happened. Okay, and I want to be very transparent. So if you could all go to your phones. I know, I'm asking you to do something. If you could all go, let's see, does the computer have a clock app? Does it have a clock app? I don't know. World clock. Let's just go to world clock. So... Last week, we um, had planned that I would do a show with Jeremy Scott Fitness. We had planned for it to be Tuesday at 5 p.m. And that worked out well for him. And it's 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And I don't know if you were all aware of this, but he's in Phoenix, Arizona. I know a lot of you are thinking, what's wrong with that, Ryan? Well, we had agreed that he would do it at 2 p.m. MST. I said, perfect, that's 5 p.m. Eastern time. And he said, perfect. So I get an email notification um, that he joined the meeting at 4 p.m. And I was like, oh, that's weird, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe he's just checking to make sure the link works. I'm like, cool. I get another email at 4.05 p.m. And it says, hey, Ryan, seems like we got our times mixed up. It's 2 p.m. here and 4 p.m. where you are. And I go, I can't believe I just got cucked by the time zone and daylight savings time. Because... Phoenix doesn't partake in our silly little game of daylight savings time. So that begs the question, am I an idiot? Yes. Am I, do I want to apologize? Yes. I feel horrible about this. I felt so fucking dumb. I just, on it, I was just like, are you kidding me? Daylight savings time? A topic I've covered on this podcast every year. So three times. Every year, three times, every time it comes around, I go, why do we do this? I'm not going to do the goddamn daylight savings time. And maybe I should have thought more about it. 
And so that's my real problem. You know, I messed the time up. But you know what I didn't mess up this week? I didn't mess up getting reservations because, fellas, it's Valentine's Day week, right? Next Monday will be Valentine's Day. I'm giving you the heads up now. Giving you the opportunity, fellas. All right? Maybe make some plans. You know, go to the flowers well. Do something. Because having Valentine's Day plans, all women really want. What do they want, Ryan? What do women want? What do you know about women that we don't? Well, I'll tell you. They just want you to try, brother. They just want you to give a half of effort. So if you say we have reservations, I'll tell you what, that'll just drive them up a wall. And you'll be in for maybe one good day. You know? That's a woman joke. But yeah, make some Valentine's Day plans. Make some Valentine's Day reservations. Plan something. If reservations aren't your thing, plan something. Maybe try a restaurant she's brought up. You know, when you're on your way to another restaurant and your girlfriend just loves pointing out other restaurants you could be going to, because even though you decided on another restaurant, she just looks at that other restaurant and she goes, hey, maybe we should go there. And you're like, but we're going to this one. She's like, yeah, I know, maybe not today, but like someday. I really wanted to go there. I'm like, then why didn't you say that? And she goes, well, you know, yeah, you were going here, and we decided on you decided on this. I'm like, I thought we decided on this. Don't make this a me thing. It's it's us thing. And she goes, no, no. I mean, it is a us thing. But like, I wanted to go there, but like, I didn't want to say it because you seem so set on this place. I'm like, I wasn't set on this place. I asked you where you wanted to go. So why would I be set on this place? I asked you. Why didn't you say that place? And then she goes, well, because maybe, you know, maybe I didn't know what you really wanted. You know, maybe I was just trying to think. I'm like, why were you trying to think? Why were you ever trying to think? Why would you think I would be thinking that far ahead? Why would you think I have any plan in my brain? So maybe make a reservation for that place, you know, as you've now ruined the night because you get in another argument <laughs> and your whole night is just thrown for a fucking loop. The whole plan you had is now dead, which is fine, which is fine, right? It's also Black History Month. Did you guys perhaps say thank you to a black guy? Huh? Did you perhaps shake a black man's hand? Huh? Did you perhaps dap up, as they say? You know who's having a tough Black History Month? That'd be Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan is having a tough Black History Month. That is for sure. Um, I don't know, Izzy, because like Joe Rogan said, if you're unaware, if you have somehow avoided the internet, which, God bless you. Um, Joe Rogan is five foot eight, short king. He said the N-word. And he didn't just say the N-word. He said it 60 to 70 times. And what is Rumble. Rumble offers Joe Rogan $100 million. Hey, Rumble, I'll take a milli, right? Hey, Rumble, your boy will take a milli. My podcast is higher than Joe Rogan's on the Apple Podcast charts. $100 million for Joe Rogan and Spotify. They're not taking him down. But you would have thought that you would have thought that Joe Rogan died. The way white guys um, 
and white women came to his defense for saying the N word, which, and then a, and a couple black guys came to his, came to his defense, which is cool, which is great. I'm glad that he gets the pass. I'm jealous that his podcast always seems to be in the, um, news. You know, I can't buy a fucking news article, even though my podcast is higher than his on the Apple podcast charts. These are all facts. I mean, you do your own research. If you want to, you can do your own research. I mean, why would you? But the whole point is that Joe Rogan says the N-word. And then people like uh, Whitney Cummings. Um, if you're unaware, Whitney Cummings is a comedian. You wouldn't know because she has a kind of a different view of what comedians are. Because she believes that Whit Whitney Cummings tweeted out. Um, she banging Jason Momoa. It's like the first photo that pops up. Good for her. You know what I mean? I might. Whitney Cummings, five foot eleven. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I'll pass. Um, <laughs> if, any, if she needed to know, I'll pass. You know what I mean? If Jason Momoa, uh, Whitney Cummings, she tweeted something. Where is the tweet? Let's go to justjared.com. <clears throat> Mark Marin responded to this. Joe, so Whitney Cummings says, comedians did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and take you through the take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to to be moral leaders. Um, Mark Marin added, maybe also to be funny. Yeah, I listen, when you, you really can't, it's tough to say things like a comedian's job is to be irreverent and dangerous. You know, as someone, as a fellow podcaster, I believe I have a role to play here when I say it's hard to say that that's our job, our, as in you and me, you know, I'm not putting myself on your level. I'm just saying, you know, my podcast is higher than Joe Rogan's on the Apple podcast charts. So like, I mean, it's got to equal something, right? Um, it's got to be worth something. I mean, it can't be worth nothing. You know, I didn't work all this time for nothing. When it's hard to say that we'll take you through a spooky mental haunted house when um, Johnny Knoxville is just kicking people in the dick in the theaters. You know, it's kind of a tough uh, sell. So my whole point is there's no large moral compass here, right? It's basically don't say the N-word would be my advice. Like if I had some advice to give Joe Rogan, fellow podcaster, um, my advice would be, don't say the N-word. And also, can we can we call Joe Rogan mainstream media? I mean, $100 million, over 10 million listeners a month, I think. And just like he's the most notable podcaster in the world. Like, can we call this mainstream media now? He's on everybody's phone. Like, is he mainstream media? Am I am I going crazy? Am I am I losing my mind? <clears throat> But I think it's time we have some tough conversations. You know, I'm fucking tired of having tough conversations the last two years, three years going on now. I'm fucking sick of tough conversations, dude. I am 
so tired of calling up all my white friends and being like, hey man, it's me again. I don't want to pay. I don't want to be doing this again. And I don't want to, you know, I, I just saw on Twitter that they want us to have another tough conversation. So like, have you said it recently? And they go, no. And I'm like, good, man. Good, good, good. What's going on with you, man? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm just worried about shit. Like, comedians being philosophical. And I'm like, damn, man. Stop. Stop worrying about that. <laughs> Can we not worry about that? That was bad. Um, <clears throat> what else did I do this weekend, dude? How was your week? I worried about the Ukrainian thing for a minute. America's just getting horny for war, you know? We're fucking pressing up against the zipper. We want to go to war so bad. I have no one. What are we fighting for over there? Ukraine? We're just done with the brown people? Sorry. Um, is there a crisis? I love that. Ukraine crisis. Uh, Biden vows no Nord Stream 2. No, not the fucking... Dude, Biden's going to take away Nord Stream 2. If, we, if Russia invades, dude, I needed to see Nord Stream 2. Biden vows no Nord Stream 2. What the fuck is no Nord Stream 2? Fuck, dude. Imagine imagine Russia just being like, fuck, no Nord Stream 2? Fuck. Fuck, dude. And Putin's just sitting there like, fuck. Damn. That motherfucker really up in the ante. Putin and French President Emmanuel Macron. <laughs> Macron. Met for hours, macaron. Macaroni. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Uh, met for hours in Moscow at the same time. Biden and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz <laughs> spoke. Why, I, why? Why do I want to kill myself? At the White House, in efforts to defuse the crisis before armed conflict breaks out, Russia has ma- amassed... Thousands of troops at the Ukraine border, adding military might almost daily. Okay. What are they going to fucking do? We are jointly ready and all of NATO is ready, Biden said, referring to the powerful Western alliance. Though Ukraine is not a member. Well, fucking bring them on board. Damn. Putin described his lengthy talks with Macaron at the Kremlin. Who gives a fuck, Ryan? As businesslike, he noted that the U.S. and its NATO's allies have ignored Moscow's demand for security guarantees. People of Iraq, damn, he, he fucking cut deep, huh? People of Iraq, Libya, and Afghanistan have learned from their own experience. Fuck. Fuck, he fucking cut deep. Putin got the fucking jabs. Putin bringing the jabs. Speaking of world issues, what the fuck is going on with the American... What is going on with the American teams at the Olympics? Medal count. I think we're fucked, huh? I think we're getting fucking reamed out right now. Sweden, three. ROC, Rock Nash, seven. Sweden, three golds. No other medals, just golds. They only won golds. China. Dude, I was watching the Chinese. They were doing ski jumping or some bullshit. And um, they were talking like... They were like, look at that, the Olympic rings in the background, and it's the Olympic rings painted on like a nuclear power plant silo. And there's just a factory in the background where people who probably have COVID are just being forced to make snow. 
It's really not that good looking. In the United States, only three silvers, dude. We got to get our fucking numbies up. We, I watched us play I watched us play curling. Is it play curling? And I I looked up the people who were on the men's and women's doubles curling team and apparently one of them works in IT and uh, it was the woman and I just imagine like she gets back to Alaska cuz of course that's where she's fucking from. And um she gets back and Everyone's like, hey, where, where were you at the last three weeks? She's like, oh, you know, I just went to China, did some curling. You know, we got to get these, got to get this project done. She's just so fucking uber focused. She's like, hey, hey, where have you been? What I forget what her name is already. Sorry, American Hero. And she's just like, I, I was just in China for a little bit. I got to get these. I got so many emails to answer. She works in like IT. That's a true statement. Look it up. Fucking nerd. I didn't play any of those fun. I played the burnout sports when I was a kid. My parents... You know, you think you have a lot of money. You think you had a good childhood, which I did. You know, I had a lot of things. I got to do a lot of things. Um, now adulthood. <laughs> um, I got to do a lot of good things. I played the sports like basketball, football, baseball. I never played soccer. Like all four of those sports are just burnout sports. If you got a kid with a lot of energy, um, if you hate your child, you'll put them in soccer, in my opinion, because they have to run around and be tuckered out. You know, people always say that probably after soccer games. That's another white guy thing. White guy thing to say after your kid plays a sport all day. Yeah, he's tuckered out. Yeah, a little bugger got tuckered out. Yeah, the little guy got tuckered out. And it's like your mom posting a picture of a little toddler on Facebook, just all crime scene sleeping like in the back seat. His arms and legs are strew. Little guy played soccer today for an hour. He's all tuckered out. <laughs> Got to play with all his friends. We're going to Dairy Queen now. Hopefully he wakes up. Peace sign. Um, <laughs> I played the fucking poor sports, dude. How do you even get into a sport like luge? How do you even get involved? See, you like that I'm moving papers around? It makes me sound like I'm doing something. Um, how do you even get into a sport like luge? I want to be a luge. I want to be a luge athlete. Um, I saw the, the high-speed skiing. I was like, they don't even look like they're going that fast, and they're going 80 miles an hour. I'm like, oh, well, I guess they were going that fast. Speaking of white guy shit, um, I had got some user, I got some uh, listener submissions, not user submissions. So yeah, things white guys say here on this little post-it note that I wrote down. I got an email that said quarter after. White guys love saying a quarter after. You know, hey, I'll be there a quarter after 12. You know, they don't like to tell you 1215. Or or another one, they love speaking in military time. That's like a next level white guy thing, but they love speaking in military time. Um, I got one that says I'm not heating the outside. I heard that one a ton when I was a kid because my bedroom used to get so hot. And I would, I'm not heating the outside. Um, and then someone sent me, that's not going anywhere when you tie something down. That ain't going anywhere. That's a good one. That's a good one. These are all good ones, man. If you have any more white guy things, please, that white guys say. They hate lights being on. If a light is on, just imagine the fury that you feel when a light is on. And you're like, nobody's in this room. They love saying, ain't nobody in this room. Who are we lighting this for? They love saying that. Um... They fucking love that shit. What was I watching? Oh, I finished that The Line. Oh, before I go on, you know, I'm sorry I'm so scatterbrained. I fixed the dryer this weekend in full white guy fashion too. So 
the stuff wasn't getting dry in the dryer. I mean, that's an oxymoron. You know, isn't that irony? You know, you put stuff in the dryer, you expect it to get dry, and it doesn't get dry, and you're like, ah, why is it not getting dry? Um, it was a lot more stressful for that um, than that. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to answer for dinner plans here. You know, some people don't fucking leave you alone. When you're doing a podcast that's higher on Joe Rogan's, on the Apple Podcast Arts, people don't fucking know. Um, but anyways... The dryer wasn't getting shit dry. So I'm looking at it. I literally probably looked at it for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, where I was just standing there with my hands on my hips all four scum style. Um, um, fuck, dude. I'm trying to type this out. All right. So I was standing there with my hands all on my hips, all four scum style. And I'm sitting there. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I really don't want to fix this thing. I really don't want to buy any parts for this fucking dryer. You know, I'm like, dude, I just want to get through. Like, can I just get like a year out of this thing? Like, that was my whole plan. As I've been, you know, Dana's like, we go to these home improvement stores every week just to buy shit. I don't know what we're even buying it for. And we're just buying shit. And she always walks, we always walk by the fast washer and dryer. And she always goes, yeah, maybe that will be our big first purchase. And I'm just like, oh, you mean my big first purchase? You know what I mean, fellas? Um... But I'm standing there looking at this dryer, and she's asleep at this point. And I'm, like, getting frustrated because I'm like, my clothes aren't getting dry. Like, what the fuck? She's going to be pissed when she goes to dry something. And so I'm looking at it. I'm, like, looking at it. I'm still looking at it. I look it up on the Internet. I'm just like, what am I going to do with this dryer? And I look up, like, what the fixes are, and it's like, I looked up the model number because I found it, you know. And I'm like, what could be, I'm like, it's not getting hot. And then all the fixes were like, buy this fuse, take this apart, put this here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. Like in my head, I was just like, I'm not fucking doing any of that. The part could cost me 15 bucks. And I'm just like, ah, fuck it. We're getting a new one. Fuck it. Fuck it. And we'll just have some goofballs from Home Depot, bring it over or whatever. And we, so a day goes by. I'm like, fucking clothes aren't getting dry. I'm like, well, I'll check in the morning. I'll, I'll pull this off. So I go outside where the, the vent is. And it was blocked. And I smiled ear to ear like I was the Grinch. When his heart was growing three sizes. And I'm just like, fuck yes. Fuck yes. This is it. It was blocked. It's like a great style. So Dana's got fucking thick ass hair. You know what I mean? And um, so it, and also I think the... I think we've been putting the... No, this is another thing. Are you stupid, Ryan? Is Ryan stupid... Yes, because I think we've been putting the filter in backwards because I don't – because I think the the lint falls off and it clumps and then it gets sent out that pipe and then it gets caught. So I took the pipe off. I cleaned it out. I vacuumed the, the vent. Everything's off. I get in the vent. You know, some people – when I told people this in real life – you know, not yelling at my computer. They were just like, oh, maybe there's a nest in there. You know, one time I had chipmunks in my hand. I'm like, there was no fucking nest, all right? Because I put my hand in there. I fucking fisted the thing. I pulled the thing off and I fisted it, right? I fucking fisted the dryer. I was I was elbow deep in a dryer bent. I think I, I think a chipmunk would have ran up my sleeve at some point. Don't even get me started on rodents. You guys know I fucking hate rodents. And um, so I'm like, lady, that's not, the, that's not it. That's not it. 
She's like, you never know. I'm like, you never know. I'm like, I know. I think I fucking know because it works now. So there's two options here. The rodents fucking got burned alive or they were never there. And I'm fucking right. So fuck off. So I think I put the filter in the other way. Maybe it's backwards both times. And maybe we'll be fucked. And maybe the house will burn down. You know, dryer lint's super flammable. But yeah, I fixed a dryer. You know, no no need to clap for me. No need to, no need to say, you know, Ryan, you're so brave. I made Dana thank me. That's all that matters. All that matters is your woman fucking knows. Your woman fucking knows. Um, it's Black History Month, dude. Be respectful. What else is going on? How much time do I have left here? It would be so much easier if I had ads. 24 minutes in. All right. Well, here we go. Let's look up some news, huh? What does Ryan do when he's got no topics left? Well, he looks up the news. I do have things. I got I got something in here. Oh, Trump. Oh, I watched the end of that line thing. So if you watch the line on Apple TV Plus, that, uh, I already forget the name, um, Eddie Gallagher story from a couple of years ago. And it was so funny how just how good of marketing they did with uh, getting Trump to see their case. Like the wife went on Fox and Friends, which I was like, oh, fuck, I miss that guy. And I don't miss Trump's like politics. I can take it or leave it. I don't care about politics. Like it just doesn't get me going. Um, But I kind of miss him because he was funny as fuck. Like he was hilarious. Like, he would be, I miss his antics. I read a story online about how Trump would ask about badgers. Let me see if I can find, he would ask this guy from Wisconsin about badgers. What are, what are badgers like? Trump asking about badgers. Like, what are badgers? Excuse me, what are, do you know anything, are they mean? Donald Trump is obsessed with badgers. It's so fucking funny. New book. Are they mean? Donald Trump obsessed with badgers. New book claims. Renice Priebus was repeatedly asked about the rotund hairy omnivores. Do you have to call them like that? Do you have to call them mean names? Oh, and also the, in the Olympics, they said some guy was a big athlete at 215. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm just trying to watch the Olympics. I'm catching fucking strays. Give me a break. I've been doing the stair stepper. Of all the talk topics to occupy, occupy the mind of the most powerful person in the United States, one would not expect badgers to make a frequent appearance. But the hairy omnivores were apparently an alarmingly regular topic of conversation in the White House during the early months of Donald Trump's presidency, according to the Daily Beast reporters so-and-so, and I can't pronounce their names, of course not. The authors detail Trump's preoccupation, preoccup, fuck, preoccupation with is that even how you say it? In their new book, Sinking in the Swamp, How Trump's Minions and Misfits Prof Poisoned Washington. Um, the hilarious and frightening dirt on the Charlton's conspiracy theorists. God fucking damn it. Can you get to the point? Uh, over the two over two pages, McKay and Swiesenberg explained that Trump would interrogate his former chief of staff about the black, white, and gray creatures. Did you have to call them black? It's February. The questions would arise at, at such opportune moments as when Priebus was attempting to brief the president on matters of healthcare initiatives, foreign policy, and Republican legislative agenda, they wrote. Are they mean to people? <laughs> Trump would repeatedly ask, perhaps thinking of badgers, very long claws, which they used to date. Are they friendly creature? Are they mean or friendly? I mean, if I even say I encountered a, say I encountered a badger, right? A big badger, the biggest badger you've ever seen. Would I be able to make friends with this badger? Are badgers mean? 
Trump would also demand to see photos of Benjamin. Trump would also demand to see photos of badgers, ask previous to give details on how badgers work. So how do these, he's looking, imagine you're sitting next to the president, Oval Office, you're trying to brief him on some healthcare bullshit, and he's just like, can I see some photos of badgers? And you just, you're standing there with your phone, you just like look up Google images of badgers, and he's like, how do they work? How do these things, and wanted to know if they had a personality or were boring. Is that one? Does he look fun? Would I be able to have a conversation? Do you think he would want to have a conversation with me? Priebus also also was called upon to explain how the critters function and behave and what kind of food they like and how aggressive or deadly they could be when presented with perceived existential threats. <laughs> McKay and Subinsang said Trump would frequently derail important policy discussions <laughs> with questions. God damn. That's awesome. Whether we were going to ch- do a troop surge in Afghanistan or strip millions of Americans with health care or talk about the 11 species of badger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, man. It's fucking... You're right, Ryan. It's not funny. It's fucking hilarious, actually. Oh, man. I'm almost out of time here. I really don't want to talk about the Canadian truck protest. I have no idea what's going on there. I'm not comfortable talking about it. I know nobody was really asking me to talk about it, but... I saw it. I keep seeing things because I follow people from Canada because, you know, I love hockey. Damn, are they mean? Do they have a personality? Like, you telling me if I picked up a badger, would it want to attack me? Or could I make a friend with the badger? I feel like I'm doing an Alec Baldwin segment, but it's funny. It's fucking funny. I can't believe I just found this out. It was from 2020. You know? Fuck. You know, I kind of want to never talk about anything pressing. I kind of just want to live my life as if nothing bad happens. And maybe that's why I'm just a happy-go-lucky person who, you know, said earlier in this podcast that he did want to kill himself. But, you know, you know who you got in the Super Bowl, guys? I won't talk to you until after the Super Bowl. Who you got? I'm picking I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. One, from what I said last week. And two, because I just think Joe Burrow's cool. And somehow it's an indictment on the Browns, and I, I don't feel that way at all. I just know the internet makes it that way. I don't think it's that way at all. You know, I think just Joe Burrow's cool. You know, the Browns, it, it technically, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, Ravens were the former Browns, two Super Bowls. Bengals won Super Bowl. Has any other franchise spawned more Super Bowl winners? That's something to fucking chew on, pal. Think about that. Sure, we can't win one ourselves. Think it bothers me? Yes, it does. Have a good week. Love you. Follow me in all the links below, please. Please. Please.
the love is simple as a liar Whoever told you peace is easy, don't admire I wanna hold you, but I can't control the fire The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married, but who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to the little piece of you that's still upon you Blink twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this the type of life you want to, just let it on you. I say.